This is Variety Shunavir for Kashi Media Podcast Live, giving you a commentary on my visitation to the city of San Francisco. 
This city, I like the city. For some reason, I really like the city. I like the vibe of the city. Um, I like the way it felt when I came here. Um, I visited San Francisco back in 2016. I had the same feeling I had before. And I really like the city. I ended up going to um, school here um, in 2016. And um, I ended up finishing up my degree here, actually. And um, I like the college that I went to, um, City uh, City uh, College of San Francisco. And um, I finished up my degree there. And um, it was nice. The teachers were nice and everything. Um, everything was pretty updated with the equipment. Um, they had a lot of things um, that I had never taken. Um, I also took um, some upholstery classes um, there and everything um it was really nice it was very diverse um i had a lot of fun um the entire time that i was there they had a great cafeteria the cafeteria um what um food was served by chefs real chefs and it was just elegant food so gourmet and everything you know so it was just like great staff and everything so i had a great time at um city college of san francisco when i went there um a lot of diversity and everything you know um I really enjoyed myself. So um, I met a lot of new people, new friends and things like that. Did some filmmaking updates and things like that on new media. Um, a lot of things I just wanted to learn about what was going on um, in the recent years of technology and filmmaking. So that was the reason why I went there. So I found out some things and I got a chance to join some new unions and things like that. So it was really cool, you know. Um, but San Francisco is very uh, uh, interesting place. I really like the fact that they got like my God, multiple um, transportations, man. I mean, all kind of transportations are in San Francisco. You have trolleys, you have buses, you have the cow train, you have um, uh, 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 this other thing that's like a trolley they call it like a Mooney train um, you have motorcycle rentals you have bike rentals you have scooter rentals you have self-driving cars there are um, all kind of just different transportations here Uber, Lyft um, other new companies like Uber and Lyft um is I mean you can just really 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 get along uh, get around here. Um, the transportation right now for the buses are free. Um, it's just I mean it's just like back to back transportation. Like you can't be late getting to where you have to go. I mean the transportation is just on point. Um, it's like within maybe maybe five minutes or so. It's not even a fifteen. 30 minute wait like you would do in some other cities it's really quick with getting transportation in um, San Francisco they have subways and everything it's just like my god this place is it's, it's awesome you know for that for sure um, when you become a resident um, of Cal, uh, not California but um, the city of San Francisco you can get a resident card ID card like a DMV um, Chinese is spoken here as a second language um, locally 
Um, a lot of Asian people are here in um, San Francisco. Um, a lot of people from different parts of Asia are here. Um, the Chinese is really big here, though. Um, they're real big. Um, one man saw my shoes. He said, oh, you get your shoes from. They're really nice. He said, oh, I got them from China. Here's like China, number one, number one, number one. He showed me on his phone. He was watching something in, in China. And I was like, yeah, man, you know. <laughs> It's really cool, you know. Um, a lot of the Asian people like me here. You know, I met a guy. He was like, yeah, I'm a former attorney. They don't like me here. I said, oh, they don't? He said, no, they don't like me here. You know, they don't like Mexicans here. I was like, oh, Lord, have mercy. You know, you go to L.A., L.A. don't like black people. You go somewhere else, there's always something, you know. So um, I was always raised a lot of times things is just all in the mind. And, and, but, you know, sometimes it's just the way you just carry yourself and your attitude is, is everything in a lot of ways, you know. Um, I haven't had any problems with meeting people. I'm a very cordial person, you know. I'm a really reserved person, too. I don't talk a lot, but um, I'm an observer, so I like to observe a lot of things. And But the downside of San Francisco is just like any other city. Them drugs, baby. Them drugs and them junkies. I mean, they everywhere. I mean, like in certain places, like the Tenderloin area. I mean, um, they just, I don't know what they're on, but they're falling over. But I figured it out. I figured it out that a lot of these um, homeless programs are feeding the drugs to the people. Because the reason why I say that is because they're all just bent over and they all slopped over, then fell out on the sidewalks and stuff, right where all the operations of um, homeless programs are operating at. And I feel like if they weren't supplying it, they wouldn't be there in that territory to be in the condition that they um, have been in. So um, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, we have a, uh, a woman mayor. Um, here, um, Miss Breed is here. Um, I, I just, I just, me personally, um, if I was to be a mayor or something, I would be like Mayor Coleman Young because I'm from Detroit. Mayor Coleman Young was able to clean up the streets when it came to drugs and get rid of drug dealers as well too. And um, I just don't understand why. Um, people just be in office and stuff and they just can't seem to get that problem resolved or something, you know, dealing with the drug issues, you know, because I always feel like that when people are in power like that, they're part of the power, their their power is part of the problem as well, too. And um, if they really wanted to get rid of it, they would because it's, it's just, it's their problem. You know, it's just not something to keep lingering. I wouldn't be able to deal with it myself. I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't be a mayor or anything and allow people to just walk the streets and not be at their best that they could possibly be. You know, I I just couldn't do it. When you got people all around in other places moving on, moving forward, because San Francisco is like a moving on, moving forward type of city. People are just on the go in movement, in motion all day long. Um, and then you got these other people that just like falling out and just all kind of stuff. It just don't make no sense, man. I mean, God, this is terrible. You know, um, 
I don't know. I just, I just couldn't have a city with drug addicts all day. I just couldn't do it. I have to clean the shit up myself. I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I would lose my patience. I would have to do something. I just, I just can't do it. You know, I don't know how people can tolerate it, walk down the street, or, or, or I just couldn't tolerate it. I just wouldn't be able to deal with it. I would have to clean the shit up. It would get on my nerves. You know, I, I was born and raised in Detroit, and I've never seen anything like this in Detroit. Detroit didn't have all this stuff with people falling out all out on the ground and, and, and passed out all on the ground from getting hot. People just bent all over and stuff. Detroit didn't even have all of that. And I'm from one of the roughest cities in the world. You know, and, and don't get me wrong, they had their little games back in the day, the YBIs and all that stuff, the Earl Flint's, the El Capone's, all kind of stuff, you know. Um, but they still didn't have all what they got going on like they do here in L.A. and stuff. I don't understand this. I just don't get it. I don't know if it's just people just coming from the border or what it is. It's just like it's in front of churches it's everywhere. Like, what the fuck is going on with all these junkies, man? It's just everywhere. Just, like, pass the fuck out. It's in Hollywood like that. It's in Skid Row like that in L.A. You're like, what the hell is going on with these mayors and these politicians that just allow this shit? When I see it, I feel like they drug dealers, too. Shit, hell, you can't kill up the city and get these people together do something. I don't know, curfew, something. I don't know. I think Mary Young did the curfew when he was in office as mayor. I don't know how he cleaned up the drug problem, but he got rid of them. I think he locked up a lot of people and put them in prison. I think that's what he did. But um, other than that, um, you know, I um, I know one time when I came to San Francisco, it was really cold here. It got really cold here at a certain time. Windy, cold, and everything it was kind of like the Windy City a little bit. But, um, that was basically at night, but in the daytime is pretty cool, you know. Um, they've had a lot of cloudy days in uh, San Francisco um, and everything. Um, San Francisco has a lot of um, um, hills. Jesus, my God. These hills, man. You talking about walking? Boy, walking up the hills. Oh my God, I can't even drive up the hill. They have this trolley that goes up this real big old hill, like I used to see it in these movies um, back in the day, like in the 70s and 80s. That hill is still there with that bit with the trolley going up the hill in San Francisco. I'm gonna go up that hill on the trolley tomorrow. I'm gonna experience that, but I, there is no way ever I'm going to be able to drive up a hill like that. It would scare me. Drive the hill or driving down the hill. It would scare me. I just like, oh my God, I might back up to somebody, anything. You know, um, it's, it's, it's something. You know, they have this, this um, other building called the Salesforce where people have um, all of these meetings and stuff and um, special events for um I guess marketing and sales and things like that. It was really packed um, last weekend and everything. So um, I kind of took a break from um, LA and I decided to just kind of like travel a little bit because my uh, lifetime partner is a real estate developer and he's also developing real estate 
and um, the city of San Diego and also Caddy, Texas. So I got to traveling because I wanted to um, see the ground break into um, new development of real estate of building new apartment buildings and houses and things like that in these areas. And also they have, um, I think well, San Diego is gonna be a rancho, uh, it's Rancho, uh, San Diego, Rancho, Rancho Fay in San Diego, as well as the city that they're building, breaking ground, building a lot of houses and um, apartment buildings and things like that. And also in Caddy, Texas. So um, I'm traveling from San Francisco next to San Diego, and then I'll be in Caddy, Texas. And then after Caddy, Texas, I'm going to I'll make my way down to Detroit because my aunt has been asking, where are you going to visit? Where are you going to visit? Um, so, you know, I have been really um, trying to figure out, oh, my God, visiting Detroit. There's no one there. Everyone is deceased. <laughs> um, when I was little that I grew up with, I'm deceased. So there's only, like, maybe two little main relatives there. And that's it. So I need to go see her. You know, if you want to see me, I need to go see her. You know, um, and my daughter is in Michigan somewhere with her children. I don't know where, but she's somewhere. I haven't had any contact with her. Um, but so I know I won't be seeing her on this trip when I do go. And then after that, I'll be um, heading to um, Nigeria once I leave Detroit. And I'll be back in Nigeria for a little bit to handle some business. And um, after New, um, Nigeria, I'm gonna try to go over to Dubai and handle some business over there, check out some things. Then I'm gonna come back to the States. So I have a lot to do because in December, I'll be remodeling the um, Cadillac Hotel in Venice Beach, California. So, um, getting prepared to do that and um, also um, I would be back in Las Vegas because I have a special project that I've done with something that I've expanded my family so I have something going on um, with relatives and I'm developing something new for them as well. Um, and um, basically, that's it. I just want to kind of like talk about um, the city of San Francisco, my experience of being in the city of San Francisco. I haven't myself, um, unless I just didn't recognize it, but I haven't had any problems with racism or anything like that. Um, I have family here. I took my DNA ancestry test. So I have quite a few relatives that live in San Francisco. So I got a chance to um, deal with my relatives as well. My brother would be here this month to perform in concert. So I'm going to go see my brother perform in concert um, this month in October. He's coming here to perform a concert, and I'm going to spend time with my baby brother um, and go to his concert in Sham. 
and uh, that's about it. And um, let me see what else is going on in the city of San Francisco. Um, they got a, quite a few things that um, locations that I saw that I is a potential for my auto dealership actually that would be good that I saw that I'm gonna check out as well. Um, that I like, you know. Um, I never saw any car dealerships in San Francisco. My goodness, where are they? Um, but basically, I said, um, I didn't see any homeless people like, like camp encampments, like they be talking about. I didn't see no encampments anywhere, um, in the places that I've been. You know, I just saw a lot of people doing drugs on the streets. That's what I saw. And I mean, like, they're like, like, really, like, here, there, you know. And it's deep, man. They just bent over. I mean, they, you, I don't know what they're giving the people, but whatever they're giving them, it makes them just go from standing straight up to just bend over. And they just stay bent over, you know. They, like, sleep bent over. Um, They don't move. They just stay bent over this one man just down on the underwear he was just his ass just bent over with his pants hanging down I said what the hell you know but he just bent over and um, it's deep man it's, it's like some type of you know how a bat just like lays upside down yeah that's how they doing whatever drug they're on it's like they bats they just bent over they go from standing straight up just they just fall, boom, just lean over. And they just stay there, standing up, bent over, all day. You know, she's like, hey, what's going on down there? <laughs> you know, amazing. Lord have mercy. I've never had a drug problem, thank God. No drug problem, alcohol problem, anything like that. No mental problems or anything, you know. That's because I grew up around people who had drug issues and stuff and had some drinking problems. Uh, and, you know, they said my mom Flo had problems with drinking. I ain't never seen my mama drink. I ain't never seen her pick up liquor, drink, or nothing. I ain't never seen her drink on the holidays. Hmm, interesting. I can just say my mom was the type of person to do whatever she was going to do. She must have did when I wasn't around because I ain't never seen her pick up no drinks, no bottle, nothing, get drunk or nothing. I never even seen her come in the house drunk. I never even saw her drunk at all. So, I don't know. I saw other relatives, though. I saw other relatives a lot like that. One particular aunt, she said, you know, I love you. You know, I love you. Oh, Lord. Yeah, man. She was, she was, she was deep. She fell out on the toilet stool. I came over and smiled and laughed at it and took a picture of her. And, um, on the toilet stool. That was a real live thing, and they thought it was a film. But anyway, um, that was it on that. But, yeah, she was like, that a lot. You know, uh, it was a trip. 
But um, she's not the first that I've experienced like that in the family that was like that. But yeah, you know, never the reasons why I never wanted to do drugs and stuff. I just think drugs and any type of dependency just takes away your ability to think and to become the best person you can be or be the best person you can be. And it just takes you out of your um, your natural way of life. And that's why I've never been involved in anything like that. But anyway, um, I just wanted to say my experience in uh, San Francisco so far has been a great experience. Um, like I said, I like it here, you know. I have not yet, though, tried the Chinese food. I have not yet tried the Chinese food. I've been through Chinatown, and there are a lot of Chinese restaurants. I just don't know which one to try. I have not yet had any Chinese food. Um, eventually I will, I guess. A lot of men have hit on me, though. A lot of men have hit on me. It's like, how you doing? A lot of black guys have really hit on me a lot since I've been here. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Can I buy you lunch? Ooh, whoa. You know, I like your outfit, like your jeans, like your sneakers. It's like, oh, okay, well, thank you, you know. Um, damn. Sister can eat a lot up in the city. I had, let's see, today a guy bought me lunch. Yesterday somebody bought me lunch. The day before somebody bought me lunch. I met a guy at the library. He was like, here's my phone number. I said, oh, okay. Okay, right on, night on. He was kind of cute. Um... I ran to him at the mall again. He was like, hi, how you doing? Like, you ain't called me yet. I'm bad with numbers and calling people. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sister ain't having no hard time meeting new people here. But I got a situation that's still kind of, uh, oh, well. No, it ain't nothing. I take that back. Because um, I have a marriage, but it's 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 going out soon. That's why I got to handle my business overseas. Because um, my spouse is with someone he loves. He's with a woman that he loves, and um, there's no need for us to um, continue to be entangled in um, paperwork. And I just want to be free. You know, because um, he's been spending time with this person and um, he obviously loves this person. And um, it's all good, you know. I'm not mad anymore about it. And um, he's pursued his happiness, and um, but he hasn't quite been handling things the way that I want him to handle things, so I need to go handle things for him and stand up to him about that because... As far as him trying to have it one-sided, we're not going to do that. But um, it's still going to be business between us, though. Because business is like a marriage. So we're still going to be business regardless because we have a lot of things um, tied up into our real estate. 
and uh, commercial real estate and real estate development and things like that and um, mortgage companies um, owning banks bank ownerships so um, there's a lot of things that's been tied up with our marriage and um, and it's globally and it's not going to be like a short ending it's going to be ongoing because I've already pursued documents a while, a long time ago, but he won't sign. He just won't sign. He, I'm like, well, you and someone else now. I mean, that is, defeats the purpose, but signing goddamn papers like Usher, shit. No, he don't want to. I guess he said, well, hell, the, the, the more you do, the more I get. I mean, I guess that's his issue. I mean, we didn't marry with a prenuptial or anything like that. You know, but um, he didn't want to. But that was basically because his attorney, when we were discussing a prenup show, before we got married during our engagement, we had meetings with our attorneys. And his attorney asked him, do you know what your fiance does? He said, oh, she's in the cosmetology. He said, oh, um, yeah, but uh, more on the level of uh, making cosmetics. We talking about bulk. And he said, oh, 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 making cosmetics. He said, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, that, manufacturing cosmetics. She's not in the salon standing on her feet. And he looked at me and said, oh, you wasn't going to tell me that? I said, no, I mean, you never asked. I just said I was in cosmetology. But you didn't go in dead into what part of cosmetology. I mean, it's the beauty industry, but, you know, no, not really. I wasn't trying to hold back anything, but... And then he said, uh uh-huh. And his attorney said, no, we're talking bulk, though. Manufacturing. That's not the same thing as standing on your feet doing hair, curls. <sighs> he said, well, I don't need a prenuptial then. And he was like, that sounds a little bit more like it. <laughs> oh, boy. Ain't no big deal about making no lipsticks or nothing. It's no big deal about making no foundation or anything like that. It's no big deal that I made some skincare for clients in the Middle East. It's not like a big deal that I designed their special lotions or hair removers and shipped them to them in drums. Right? It's not a big deal, right? So, um, yeah, that's the reason why he didn't want a prenup show. I said, okay, well, you got this real estate going on. We good. So we started the marriage off with $3 million. We went into business with Jim Ovia, with Zenith Bank. Assets are now worth $850 million. That's just on the banking side of the business. 
that doesn't include real estate. That's one business. So, um, but yeah, things have not been great always for me. In this situation, we had a auto dealership that was given to us as a gift from his father. Luxury car auto dealership with Mercedes-Benz's and BMW's and stuff. Um, so we have that. Then I have my own in America. It's just different stuff, you know. Um, that's lined up for that, for our divorce. That um, we got to work out, you know. Um, we have kids. That's not our totally of our own that we created together, but we have my daughter. And um, they got certain cultures that they do with the boys and, and everything and the girls in Nigeria. And um, they try to get a boy's automatic inheritance, but I have a daughter, so we have to give her that too. Um, all the sons, you know, involved. Um, it's weird. Um, it's not really weird. It's just that it's just what men are trying to do here in America, basically. They're just really going back to their own roots of just having either open marriages or open relationships, multiple women with multiple kids. That's the nature of a man of, of an African descendant, though. Just, I just got used to it. Just let it be. Just let them do what they want to do, especially the ones that are just honest about it. And they just honest that I just can't keep one woman. It's just not easy for me to play with just one coochie. I need several. There's some men who just need that. There are men who do not. I personally think it's weird and nasty to even have a man who want to marry multiple wives and that one little penis and everybody's coochie. See, I would have to have me and my own man. I have to have more than one man too. What's the point of even having a piece of paper at that point? It's just it's just crazy. It's an ego thing, I think, for the guys. But for me, I would just say, no, I just, we, we don't need marriage. Let's just do business. You can just do business with a person and that'd be it. I mean, it's not like a person has to, it's not that a person has to really leave you money or anything like that um, because... A beneficiary can be anybody, you know. So you don't have to be married to anyone to become a beneficiary. But there's just a lot of certain little kind of ways that people can just do what they have to do. And uh, and I saw today that um, Tia Mari has filed for divorce. Her husband, um, Corey Heidrich. And I saw her show that she was doing on cable um, when I was in Venice. And um, it was a good show. She was talking about her family, her child, and stuff like that. And um, she used the words and said, hopefully, God, if God blesses us, we'll get through another year of marriage, whatever. And I was like, girl, you got to claim that if you want that. You got to claim it. You can't say hopefully and maybe, whatever. If you want the marriage, you got to claim the marriage. And here she go, girl, and file for divorce. Poor thing. You know, it just seemed like they were so happy with their little girl and stuff. They're just so young, but so cute. So God bless you, Tia Mari. Maybe you guys can reconcile and work things out for the sake of your children. 
But anyway, um, that's basically it, y'all. I've been enjoying my stay in San Francisco. It's very, very interesting. There are a lot of other places to see. And I'm definitely, definitely going to try to get used to these hills over here because it's a lot of hills over here. But it's fun. I'm having a good time. And I'll be leaving soon in a few days. Thank you for listening. This is Variety Shanavir for Akashi Media Podcast Live.
All I wanna know is what do you think of your life? What do you think you think? All I wanna know is what do you think of your life? What do you think you think? Is it easy? Is it easy to live like you're lost? You're lost? You're lost? Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Emergency in layer one. Keep it locked with your boy on the ones and twos. Yo, 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 you in the mix. World's finest, man. Go, go, going in. Going in on the wheels of steel.
Hi, this is Variety Shonavir for Akashi Music. I just want to share a new beat that I co-produced as Flow Baby 1217, along with Pastor Doctor and Mr. Elliot, titled Peace and Rhythm. I hope you enjoy it. Keep it locked with your boy on the ones and twos. Yo, 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 you in the mix. World's finest, man. Go, go, going in. Going in on the wheels of steel. <laughs> 